Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in with Talk With You, the one and only Christian Motivation Broadcast, hosted by your one and only, Jubin Jean Georges. Hello and good morning, every, good afternoon, I'm sorry, good afternoon, everybody. How are you guys doing today? How was your day? How was your night? And how's your morning going? How's your afternoon going? For the one that actually listening to me, and your time might be early in the morning or might be at nighttime. How are you guys doing? Before I continue, I just want to say my number one message. My number one message is, if you haven't received Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, right now is the time and day for you to receive Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior. After that, welcome to Talk With You. Today's episode is episode 53, and my topic today is God will forgive your sin. God will forgive your sin. As we all know, there's a lot of people asking that question. Will God forgive my sin? Because I'm someone that actually did so many things that's actually bad I'm someone that actually kill people. I'm someone that actually kidnap people, rape people. All my life, I have been doing wrong. I don't believe that God will forgive my sin. I think my sin might be too much, might be too heavy for God to forgive. There's a lot of people saying that these days, and I know... One of you actually heard someone say that, or you might be one of one of many people that actually been saying that every day. Will God forgive my sin? The enemy want people to actually think that God will never forgive them. The enemy, that's one of his strategy, like I talked before, that's one of his many strategy to deceive people. To deceive me and you, to actually make me and you think that God will never forgive us. God the Father will never forgive us. Let me tell you something. If God the Father didn't want to forgive me and you, if God the Father didn't have a plan, never had a plan to forgive me and you, why did he send his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die for you on the cross? If Jesus knew that his father, our father, wasn't planning to forgive me and you, if Jesus knew that his father, once again, our father, 
will not forgive me and you, you think Jesus was going to agree to leave his glory in heaven, trillion, gazillion of angels worshiping him, decided to come to earth as a human being like us and die for me and you. Let his precious blood flow for me and you. Jesus already knew what he was going to go through even before he actually went to heaven. Jesus already knew that human being was going to spit in his face. Jesus already knew human being was going to whoop him. His flesh was going to be all over the ground. Jesus already knew they was going to sacrifice him in a winter, in a cold season, because the Bible talk about that. It was cold outside. So you think that if Jesus knew that the Father didn't have a plan to forgive me and you, he was going to agree to actually come to earth and die for me and you. The reason why Jesus agreed is because he knew that the Father wants to forgive me and you. So he agreed to actually come to earth and die for me and you. So I, I, I am here to answer that question for so many people that have been asking that question. I am here to come help every one of you that have been doubting about God forgiving the sin that you've been committing. I am here today to actually tell you that, yes, my Father in heaven will forgive you. Jesus Christ will forgive you. All you have to do is confess your sin. We can jump to Matthew 6, verse 15. Matthew 6, verse 15, I should say, but if you do not forgive others their sin, your Father will not forgive your sin. So that's one way that God may not forgive your sin. If you do not forgive other people, their sin, what does it mean? There's a lot of people that actually do something wrong to you, right? They did something bad to you. They never come to you and apologize. And then like, they know that you are hurt. They know they did something bad. They know they betrayed your trust. They know they actually like betray you. They did whatever they did to you that caused you to, you know, like to, to be hurt that causes something bad to happen to you. And they never come to apologize. And you choose not to forgive them because you hold them in your heart. Every time you see them, your personality change. Every time you see them, your mood change. You might be happy, then you see them, you start getting mad because you haven't forgiven that person. And then you are you are sinning every day, and then you're asking God to forgive you. It's not like God do not want to forgive you. He's just not going to forgive you yet because you haven't forgiven your brother that did something bad to you. So we're doing something bad to God by betraying him, by not obeying his will, by not doing the thing that he asked me and you to do. 
You're asking God for forgiveness. You want God to forgive you, but you don't want to forgive your brother. You don't want to forgive your sister. A brother can be your blood brother, or it can be someone that's not even your blood brother. It might be a friend, cousin, co-worker, whoever it is. Same thing for the sister. You do not want to forgive the person that did wrong to you, but you're begging God to forgive your sin. So you are not better than that person that did you wrong because you did God wrong. So if you want God to forgive you, you have to forgive anyone that did something bad to you, wrong to you. And then God will forgive you. 1 John 1 uh, verse 9, I should say, if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's another thing. You have to confess your sin. Yeah, there's a lot of people saying, like, why do I have to keep praying? God already know everything. The Bible says that God already know everything. God already know what's in my mind. God, God already know what I'm gonna what I'm gonna say even before I say it. Even before he created the earth, he already know what I was going to say. He already knew everything I was going to do. What do I have to keep saying? That's a way of relationship. When you're in a relationship with someone, you have to communicate. The meaning of being with someone, a company, uh, you know, someone to be in your life is to have someone to talk to every day, to talk about your problem, to talk about what, whatever you are going through. For that person to be around to help you. So you don't have to be lonely. So it's the same thing. Praying, it's a way of relationship with God. You communicate with God. You're spending time with God. Even though he already know what you're about to say. He just want that relationship with you. Because if it wasn't for that, we was going to live our life every day without even thinking about God. So God wants you to confess your sin. Not just like two seconds, God, forgive my sin. Okay, what's the sin? Say the sin. Some of us, we are embarrassed to say the sin out loud, even when you are praying by yourself. That's something that the enemy do not want. The enemy do not want you to confess the sin by name. It is good to confess the sin by name, by saying exactly what you did. You already know that you cannot hide nothing from God, so why not saying it? Especially when you're by yourself. You should feel comfortable to confess the sin by name. Oh, God, please forgive me, God. I killed someone today. Oh, my God. You know, like at first, you know, like in that moment, I wanted to do it, God. In that moment, God, I felt that it was the right thing to do and i took that person life god i'm sorry i'm sorry now that i feel i feel guilty you know you you confess the sin by name oh god i touched myself today I, you know like i did not feel like it god i masturbated today oh god please forgive me god in the moment it was feeling okay but now god my conscience is hurting me please forgive me you see you confess the sin by name and then God will forgive you. 
Even when you don't even confess it by name, God will still forgive you. As long as you confess the sin with all your heart, all your spirit, all your mind, God will forgive you. A lot of us trying to play God. We confessing our sin, but in the back of our mind, you're saying that I, I know I'm going to do it again. You know, I'm just, you know, asking God for forgiveness right now, but I know I'm going to do it again. It's like you're doing all that, like you think that God is not listening to you. You know, you're saying it, you're saying it in, in your spirit, and you think God is not listening to you. The only person that's not listening to you is Satan, because Satan cannot, you know, Satan don't know what you're saying like in your heart, in your spirit, in your mind. But God knows all things. So some of us, we try to, we're trying to do that. We're trying to play God. That's one of the reasons why your sin haven't forgiven, because you're playing God. You know you're going to do the sin again. You're asking for forgiveness, but in the back of your head, you know you're going to do it again. So it's good to ask for forgiveness and then to not do the same thing over. Yes, we are still living like in this, you know, sinful flesh, sinful body. One day you might end up doing it again, but you wasn't planning for it. But instantly you should apologize. Instantly you should confess that sin because the sin will come back again trying to enter your body again. So that's why it's good for me and you to stay in prayer. That's why it's good for me and you to actually read our Bible every day. That's why it's good for me and you to fast. Because when you when we do those three things, you will you will become stronger spiritually. You will be able to fight those temptations. You will be able to overcome whatever situation that you are. It will, it will be hard for the enemy to actually do anything to you. I'm not saying like it's not, but it's going to be hard because you you pray every day. You read your Bible every day. You fast. You know? So it is good to do those things. A lot of people choose not to serve God because they think they are dirty. They think they are not good enough to serve God because they think that God will never forgive them once again. Those are the enemy that are doing that to you. Hebrew 8 Verse 12 actually says, For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sin no more. Hebrew chapter 8, verse 12. Once again, For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sin no more. So when God forgives you, he no longer remember your sin. You know, it's like he took the sin and take it away from him. It's not like he don't know that you did the sin. He just choose not to focus on it. He just choose not to remember it. 
only us human being when we say we forgive someone and we say we're not gonna remember it no more every day that thing is in your head every time you see the person you remember everything that person did but when god say i will not remember that automatically he will not remember because he, he choose not to remember it that thing will not have power to come back in his mind that thing will not be able to stand in front of god that sin will not be able to stand in front of God. That sin will not be able to try to enter God's mind to remember God of your sin because he choose to forget your sin because he forgive you. So it doesn't matter what you do. You are able to overcome whatever situation. A lot of people sin by setting their soul to the enemy. I said that many times in so many podcasts. Podcasts. They, they sell their soul or they sold their soul to the enemy. And then now they are so deep into it, they actually come to a conclusion. Like they start thinking about leaving the mess that they put their life into, they put their self into. They started thinking about a way out. You think you are the one that's thinking about that way out, but you are not the one. It's the Holy Spirit that wants to take you out of whatever you are. So instantly, when the demon, that actually, everybody have a demon that's watching you, just like you have an angel that's watching you. When the demon started feeling that you're thinking about leaving them, when the demon started to feel that you're thinking about accepting God into your mind, so they would try to make you afraid. They would speak in your mind, saying that God will never forgive you. You sell, you sold your soul to us. God doesn't have the power to take it away. Your soul is mine; is mine forever. So the demon will will, will say those stuff to you. When the demon feel like he's he, you know he's weak, he's gonna find other demons to come and help him fight because they do not want to lose you. Why do you think the demons say those stuff into your mind? If they know that God don't have the power to take your soul back, if they know that because you sold your soul to them, you can no longer be, be saved, why are they trying so hard to brainwash you, to make you think that God will not forgive you? It's because they are afraid. It's because they know that you still have a chance to be saved. It's because at the moment that you confess your sin, the moment that you accept Christ into your life, God will take your soul away from them and put it back because your soul do not belong to them. Satan and his demon did not create your soul. They did not give you the soul that you have. It's God that breathed his breath in you. It's God that made you. So God is the only one that can take your soul and no one else can take it away from him. Satan cannot. 
take your soul forever. Only if you allow him to, he will be able to. That's one of the reasons why Satan used us to do the thing that he wants us to do because he knows he cannot just make us do it. Satan knows how powerful that me and you are. Satan knows that will that God put in each and every one of us. That will is so powerful that we can do whatever. Only if we knew who we are in Christ, even the Bible know that say that. We do not know 100% of us. The Bible say, God say, my children are dying because of lack of knowledge. My children are being perished because of lack of knowledge. What does it mean because of lack of knowledge? Because we do not know who we are in Christ. If we knew who we are in Christ, we were not going to allow everything that's happening on earth right now to happen. Don't you know that we have the power to change anything on this earth? Don't you know us believers, true men of God, true women of God, we have the power to stop all those evil things that's going on, on on this earth is because we do not know who we are in Christ. Some of you might have an idea, but you just choose not to do nothing because you think that only you cannot change the world. One person able to change the world. God can kill like a million people for one person. So don't think that just because it's only you praying, you cannot make a difference. You're able to make a difference, even if it is just you. So the enemy know, if we know who we are in Christ, we will be so powerful, he will not be able to even come close to you. Satan know if we knew the weapon that we have in Christ, he will not be able to stand in your presence. He will not be able to fight against you. So he's doing everything that he can to make you afraid. There is all kind of fear. Like I say, one of the fear is you thinking that God will never forgive you. Because of a sin that you've been doing, that you've been committing all your life, or half of your life, or for 20 years, one day, two days, you think that God will never forgive you. That's one of the reasons why, again, a lot of people commit suicide because they've been doing something bad for you know all their life, and they think they, you know, like God will never love them, and then they just took their life away. They've been killing people. Chopping people, eating their flesh, drinking their blood. They become a serial killer. And they make it like into a conclusion like, you know, like they want to get out of it, but they cannot. Because the enemy is already pressuring them. They already possess with so many demons that, you know, that possess, you know, possess them. Make them keep doing the thing even though they don't want to do it. They keep doing it. And the only way they think for them to stop is to just take their life. Of course, 
the enemy not going to stop you from killing yourself because he know if you commit suicide, you go straight to hell. Yeah, God might give you a second chance. There's people that commit suicide, they go to hell, and then God appeals to them in hell and give them a second chance. But it doesn't mean that all of you will get that second chance. Not everybody get that second chance. And then the person come back to life. And they become a new person. Because they experience hell for a little bit. And then they experience the presence of God. Because they see the difference between the darkness and the light. When Jesus appealed like in hell to actually take someone, his glory, I believe that his glory, like hell, make hell become like, you know, um, you know, like, it's like, it's like, you know, like, you did not have electronic for like, you know, a couple months, couple years, and then like, they finally give you the electronic, and then like, your house have light, then you turn the switch. Inside your house, no longer, you know, like look dark. And then when God leaves, you go back into the darkness. Because God is a light. But it doesn't mean that God will give you a second chance. So suicide is not the key. Suicide is not your way out. Your way out is to accept Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior. Your way out is to confess your sin to God and believe that he will forgive you. Believe that he already forgive you even before you already say he already forgive you. He's just waiting for you to say it with your own mouth. Because God wants you to know and to believe that you are free. He already knows you are free. He wants you to believe that you are free. He wants you to believe with your own will that you are free. He wants you to believe with your own will that he set you free. He wants you to believe with your own will that he forgive your sin. God will never betray your will. That's why he allowed me and you to do whatever we want. It's because of that will that he gave you and me. That's why God give you two options. To use your will to accept his son, Jesus Christ, that died for you in the cross, to become your savior, to become your Lord, or to save Satan and to go to hell. And you guys think Satan actually love you. A lot of people sending me comment, message, saying that there's no God. Okay. Why do you believe there's no God? I said that before, but I'm going to say that again. Why you believe there's no God, but you believe in witchcraft? You believe in voodoo? You believe in evil, but you don't believe there's God. So you know there's evil and then you believe in the evil and then you serve in the evil because they give you power to do crazy things, but you think that serving God, you don't have power. The enemy will give you multiple power because one power is not enough, but God only give you one power. That's the son, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit. With, with the name of his son, you can do whatever. 
You just need one weapon, one power from God. Satan will give you multiple because he know one is not enough to do everything. He has to keep giving you multiple, 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 and each power belongs to a demon. So you might be possessed with like 12,000 demons just because you, you have like 12 power. But God only gives you one. That's the, you know, that's the name of his son. And you can do whatever. Somebody that, that have like 20 different power from Satan might appeal to you. They, are, they become so weak in your presence because of the Holy Spirit in you. And then with the name of Jesus, they flee. With the name of Jesus, they bow down. But you believe in that evil, but you don't believe in God. One guy, one guy on Facebook, on YouTube sent me a message um, two days ago. He sent me a message to one of my topics saying that, you know, like those stuff I'm saying are not will, like there's no God, nothing like that. You know, there's something else to say, but, you know, I'm just going to put it shut. Like he's saying, like, there's no God, those stuff I'm saying, you know, like those stuff are not will. So I replied to him saying, like, all I can tell you is God bless you. And then he replied back. He replied back. Uh, <laughs> you know, he... He will he will fly back saying, um, may Zeus, may Zeus bless you. Like Zeus. They believe in Zeus. It's not like they don't believe in God. They just don't believe that Jesus Christ died for us. They just don't believe that Jesus Christ is God. And they don't believe like in the Father in heaven. They believe in other God. He believes in Zeus. And then and then there was another message he actually sent me. He actually saying that uh, um, um, may the magic, may the black magic be up on you or bless you or something like that. You know, and then I reply saying have a good, have a blessed day. So that's when he replied saying that, no, 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 I... I say, may the blessing of God be upon you. And then he replied, may Zeus bless you. And then after that, I didn't even say nothing. So you tell me that you believe in those false gods that never did nothing for you. But the Father in heaven... And his son, Jesus Christ, you do not want to believe in it. The Bible already talk about all those stuff. That's one of the reasons why I'm not surprised when I see those things happen. Because the Bible make it clear. That's one of the reasons why when I hear like a country rise up against another country just now, this um this guy, the president in, in Washington wants to attack the other you know, you know, plays, blah, blah, blah. You know, a lot of people stressing about it. Me, stuff like that do not stress me out. The reason why they don't stress me out because the Bible already said they're going to happen. It's just like every time they happen, that make me want to serve God more and more and more. That, let, that, that That's like an alert that we are really in the end time. 
We are in the end time right now. We're just getting closer, closer, closer to the end. We are like in the hallway in the end time. We are going through the hallway to, you know, like until you make it to the door. When you open the door, that's it. There's no more hallway. You know, like, you know, like there's nothing. There's no wall. There's nothing. You just, you open the door. You open the door. If you're going to fall down, you fall down. If you're going to go up, you go up. So we're just getting closer, closer to the door for the end time. But we're already in the end time. We're just not in the end, end, end time, the door yet. When you make it to the door, that's when Jesus is going to return. That's when, you know, the Antichrist is going to really show himself. That's when all those end time stuff the Bible talk about are going to happen. So don't let it be too late. Don't let the enemy make you believe there's no God. Don't let the enemy make you believe that God would never forgive you. Okay, okay, something just pop up my spirit. So the devil is telling you there's no, you know, like, you know, God will never forgive you. Okay. Why do you think the devil tell you God will never forgive? If the devil knows there's no God, why he's saying God will never forgive you? If the devil knows Jesus Christ is not God, why the devil saying Jesus Christ do not love you? I know there's a lot of you, the devil say there's no Jesus, there's no God. And a lot of you saying that God will never forgive you. A lot of a lot of you, the devil saying that Jesus Christ will never forgive you. Jesus Christ will never love you. God will never love you. Why is he saying God will never love you? Or Jesus Christ will never love you, will never forgive you. If he knew that there's no God, then Jesus is not God. So why he's saying, it's like he know, not like. It's because he know there is God. He's just trying to tell you he will never forgive you. It's because he knows Jesus Christ really died for you on the cross. That's why he's telling you Jesus Christ will never forgive you. Because he already know, he already know, like in your mindset, you already believe there is a God. You already believe in Jesus Christ. He cannot make you unbelieve, but he's just saying that they will never forgive you because like you sold your soul to be or because you're too dirty. You've been doing so many sins, they will not forgive you. So we need to use our common sense. We need to use the wisdom that God gave us. Everybody have wisdom. Even if you're a believer, you're not a believer. So you need to use that. Sometimes when the enemy is saying things to you, you need to think about it. Why is he pressuring me so much? If you know there's no God, if you know... Jesus never died for me in the court. Why are you pressuring me so much? Is it because there is a will of God? Is it because Jesus Christ is God? You just don't want me to go to him. That's why you're pressuring me so much. You know, take the time to think about those things. Sometimes the enemy will do things that if you think about it, you will find the answer. If he know there's no God, 
if he know his God because he wants you to take his God, he should never pressure in you to not leave him. He should never try to make you afraid to not leave him. He should never tell you God would never forgive you, Jesus would never forgive you. He should just allow you to do whatever because you know if he know he's the only God, he's the true God. He should just you know you know like you know like let you do it. But God is because he know he's the true God, is the number one God, is God of God, the Lord of Lord. Even because Jesus know that he's you know he's you know God, he died for you on the cross. He allow you to come to him with your own will. He do not force you. God is saying, I'm God. If you want to come to me, come to me. If you want the blessing that I have, that I have for you, if you want to come to the palace, to the heaven that I have prepared for you, come to me. But I'm not going to force you. It's because you know he's God. Satan knows he's not God, but he's forcing you to come to him. He's forcing you to serve him. So we need to be careful, guys. God will forgive your sin. All you have to do is confess your sin. God will forgive your sin. All you have to do is confess your sin. Jesus will become your savior no matter what. All you have to do is accept him in your life as your savior, as your Lord and savior. The enemy is good at that. The enemy good at that because he was watching God when God was creating me and you, so he know every weakness in us. He know all those spots to to attack. He know how to use that will that God put in you and me. He's using that weapon against us. That is a great weapon that we have, but we are not using it, but the enemy is using it for you because he's making you use your own will to do the craziness that he wants you to do. He's making you use your own will to make yourself believe that God would never forgive your sin so you can never be forgiven because you have to believe that God exists. You have to believe that Jesus exists. You have to believe that he will forgive your sin for you to be forgiven. It's not like God don't forgive you, just like you don't believe he forgives you. So you will still leave in that anxiety, in that depression. A lot of people have anxiety, depression. It's not because they have mental problems. It's because like, they keep believing there's no God. They keep trying to figure it out if God exists, and they find it with their mind, find it with their self. Oh, there's no God. There's a voice saying there's no God. And then there's another voice saying, yeah, there is God. There's no voice. There is God. They have anxiety and depression. Some of it is because like, they know there's God. They love God. They come in a sin. And then like 
they're fighting with their stuff. Oh, God, don't forgive me. And then none of us say, God did forgive you. Oh, God, don't forgive me. So they're actually getting into anxiety, into depression. So I am here to tell you today, this beautiful Friday, that there is a God. He's watching over you right now. He's willing to forgive whatever sin that you committed. He just wants you to confess the sin and then don't do it no more. He just wants you to accept his son, Jesus Christ, into your life as your Lord and Savior. Because now Jesus is the only way through God. Jesus is the only way to heaven. Don't listen to nobody else telling you there's all the way to heaven. There is no other way to the Father but through Jesus Christ. Hell is real. That's something I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to be talking about hell is real. So we need to take the time to confess every sin that you have committed in your life to God and ask Him to forgive you. Because we are living in the end time, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot of people saying, like the Bible, people in the Bible have been saying, you know, like, Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming, we live in the end time, Jesus have not come. It's been like 2,000, 3,000, 5,000 years, blah, 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 blah. It's because our time and the time in heaven is not the same. We, we might be living like in 2,000 right now, in heaven, might be like two hours. I don't know, might be two days or something. Let's say that, for example, God say, okay, Jesus, I'm going to send Jesus again in three days. And then let's say that we are living like in 2000 right now. And then like 2000 years on earth, it's like two hours in heaven. So we are not in that three days yet. We are nothing like in two hours. And two hours in heaven, because like heaven time is not the same as our time. There's no time in heaven. So because of that, they say, oh, the Christians are stupid. They, you know, there's no God. They've been preaching about this for so long. We don't blah, 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 blah. And then when they're in trouble, who they call, they call on God. They will never call that false God they serve. After that, guys, have a beautiful day. Enjoy the rest of your day. I pray that those words go deep into your mind, into your spirit. I pray that God help you to overcome that mindset of you thinking that he will never forgive you. I pray that God help you to know that he will forgive you for you to ask him for forgiveness. May the blessing of God be upon you guys. May the Holy Spirit help you guys serve God better and do His will. I love you guys. I will always help love you guys. And I will see you guys next week. Have a wonderful day. One love. Hello. Thank you for listening to Talk With You. We hope that you had enjoyed our show. And please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 
talk with you. If you have not done so, if you did, we just want to say thank you for your support and have a wonderful day. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.